Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from Tuesday, October 12th of 2021. Today was kind of busy. Um, I never really know the best way to describe days like this um, because it was super busy in that like almost every single royal family had something going on. Um, However, it wasn't like... There wasn't a lot of earth-shattering or big news. Um, Obviously, I mean, like, look, it was Spain's National Day. That's going to garner a lot of attention. Queen Elizabeth reappeared, so that's a big thing, too. Um, Norway is... I have some more clarification on their government situation, so that's really exciting. Um, But other than that, like... I I don't quite know um, what to talk about. Um, Also, though, today, um, so for the past couple days, I've been seeing a lot of um, non-official photos of Royals at football, soccer matches. Um, And come to find out, it's for the 2022 World Cup. Um, So, you know, we just got through a a UEFA Cup uh, or a yeah, a UEFA, which is the European Cup. Um, and I thought there were going to be two years before the FIFA Cup, the World Cup, but alas, I am wrong. Um, and so lots of qualifying matches are happening right now. So this is like group stage, and then there's even more qualifying. Um, and then we get through. Um, but anyway, it's very confusing. Um, trying to figure it all out. I, look, I am sure when it is time, I will dive in a little bit more to the World Cup and the Royals and all of the countries that I talk about every day. Uh, I'm not there yet. (laughs) I, you know, we just got through a Euro Cup Olympics. Next year are some Commonwealth Games, Invictus Games, I think, are next year. Uh, There's a lot happening next year, sporting-wise, and also the pandemic is, like, not over, but livable in Europe. So, like, there's just a lot going on, (laughs) Um, which is totally great. But I just wanted to mention, like, hey, we're going to probably start talking about some sporting events again with Royals in attendance as um, World Cup qualifying is happening right now. Um... Yesterday, for example, Crown Prince Akun and Crown Princess Metamart of Norway were in, uh, were watching the qualifying match, and Norway right now is, like, second in their group, um, behind the Netherlands, so it looks like they may be able to qualify. I don't really understand yet. I'm gonna work through it and figure it all out. Um, I found, like, the bracket was very helpful with UEFA, so hopefully FIFA will be the same. Um, but anyway, that is on the radar. Lots of things on the radar. Um, 
So that was a little fun thing. Um, we are going to start actually with the British royal family. So today King Philippe did have a couple of events in Belgium, um, but they were audiences, like they were meetings, so I don't really have a whole ton of information on them. Um, and I do want to say, I don't know how I'm going to do about this. I am going to really try and get this podcast down to like 25 to 30 minutes. Um, weekend episodes, like longer episodes will be an exception, um, like longer, um, spans of time. But when it's just a day like this, I really don't ever want to go over 30 minutes for a long time. 35 felt fine. Um, but like a lot of that was me talking about nothing kind of like I'm doing right now. Um, but we have the, we have a little bit of time for it. So, uh, I'm going to skip a lot of things that like I have no pertinent information on like King Philippe having meetings today. Um, so he met with the president of Tajikistan who is, uh, on a trip to Belgium. And then he also met with an economist, doctor of law and author, um, whose name is Georges Ugo, Ugo, I don't know. It's probably a French pronunciation. Um, so that happened, but you can see photos of both of those meetings on the website and the Instagram, uh, thedailyroyal.com and the Daily Royal over on Instagram. So with that, we will get started with the British Royal family. The United Kingdom. In the UK, the big focus was on Queen Elizabeth's event today, obviously. Um, so today, Queen Elizabeth attended the Thanksgiving service at Westminster Abbey, marking the 100th anniversary of the Royal British Legion, also commonly known as the Poppy Legion. So they are um, the, arm, the military charity that puts out um, a lot of the poppies and like where the poppy... Um, emblem like it's a lot of where that came from um obviously the poppy is just a remembrance that really started after world war one um but that is when the royal british legion was also founded so makes sense that those two are very much um in connection with the other and this is the celebration of that 100th anniversary so a hundred years ago, the Royal British Legion was created, um, and for a hundred years has held the task and mission of serving veterans and their families of the British Armed Forces. Um, so that includes Navy, Army, uh, Air Force, etc. Um, the Royal Navy, the Royal Air Force, all of that. Um, so that is a big deal. Queen Elizabeth does serve as patron of the Royal British Legion. Um, she was also accompanied to the event by the Princess Royal or Princess Anne, um, who is also involved in the Royal British Legion. I don't quite remember what her title is, um, and I didn't write it down anywhere, but that, um, she gave a reading at the, at the service. Um, and it's just so lovely to see, I, I, I don't know if it'll ever be a normal thing um, to watch these daily events um, or these events with Queen Elizabeth occur um, just because 
we haven't seen a lot of her in the last year and a half for obvious reasons. Like it, it's not, I'm not saying this to begrudge her for like not working. I mean, she worked. Um, it's just, she wasn't in public. It's just, it's so nice to see her. Um, now that like we're at this stage in the pandemic, or at least Europe is at this stage in the pandemic. Um, it's just really nice to see that continued, um, event growth, um, in a way that makes a lot of sense in a pandemic world. Um, and so that was really lovely. Um, a lot of attention is going to the cane, but like I, she had a cane and people are making a big deal out of it. Y'all, she's 95. Like my grandma is 80 and also has a cane. I mean, come on. Like, of course she has a cane. She's 95. Bones start to be failing after a certain point. Um, it does not concern me. It saddens me because that means it's harder for her to walk and like obviously very difficult if she's using a cane in public. That's really sad. Um, but like it, I'm not worried. Um, also like King Harold is substantially younger and walks with two canes at this point in his life most of the time. So I'm just throwing that out there into the world. Um, so that is what was going on today in the UK. I don't think there were any other events. Um, I'm realizing now that I didn't check the, um, Clarence House social media. I highly doubt there was anything just because like pandemic. Yeah. So <sighs> there has been a little bit of press coverage, um, on some of the sustainability going on. Um, so last night the Prince of Wales was on, uh, the BBC, BBC, the one show, um, to talk about environment, uh, the environment and living more sustainable. Um, so that was a big thing. Um, also, so COP26 is coming up, which is like the climate, um, change, like, uh, I don't quite know what it stands for. I'll talk about it more, but it's like the global initiative on climate change. Essentially, I think the Paris climate agreement came out of a COP meeting. Um, so all of that comes out of COP meetings. So we'll talk more about that when it is coming, but it's being held in Glasgow, I think this year. Um, COP25 was in Spain in 2019. Obviously there wasn't one last year. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, I know he was talking about COP stuff in the interview, but like, that's not a super official event. Um, it's just something to talk about. So that is what was going on in the UK. Um, and now we are going to move over to the Danish royal family. Denmark. In Denmark, um, so there were a couple of things going on. Um, I'm really confused right now about things going on in Denmark or the Danish royal family because Queen Margrethe is still in Greenland um, and was scheduled to be still in Greenland. However, 
there are no like events there's no publicity so I don't know if some of these events need to be kept a little more under the wraps like if they're military things I don't know this I am questioning it um, because I can't figure out why there's like no statement of where she's at or what the schedule is or even like a day later there hasn't been any um like write up on the event so I don't know if it's a more private thing like I don't know what's going on um but we're on day five so today is the last day um I know she has a couple of events I think on Thursday um so I don't know what's going on there but today was day five I don't know what happened no one does at least no one who just goes to the website for information maybe press people who have like insider knowledge sure but like me no <laughs> um also I just like don't subscribe to press for a lot of things just in general that's not a thing I do um not that I never will I'm never saying that but right now this is a hobby taken to the extreme I think is a fair statement to make so with that I'm not really sure what happened today in Greenland other than it existed um, so there were a couple of other events, however, that we are going to talk about from the Danish royal family. Uh, so today, Crown Prince Frederick started his two-day trade trip to Iceland. Um, so this is going to be mostly, it's actually going to be just tomorrow. Um, he arrived today and attended a dinner with the president of Iceland. Um, but for the most part, every event is going to happen tomorrow, except for obviously like the welcome dinner. Um, so it'll just be a basically one day trip and um, focusing on green energy business exchange between Denmark and Iceland. Um, so these trips do happen. Um, I realized that like for the past year and a half, we really just haven't talked about a whole ton of things uh, because a lot of things haven't been happening like this. Um, so for example, um, we have this trade trip that Frederick is doing in a couple of weeks, maybe just next week. Yeah, next week, um, Crown Princess Victoria and Prince Daniel, or maybe just Crown Princess Victoria. No, I think it's both of them are going on a visit to Italy. However, it's not like a state visit because Victoria and Daniel are not the heads of state. So it'll be an official visit, but it will not be a state visit. Um, so that's kind of what this is. Um, so we'll talk about, of course, all of the other things tomorrow, but today was just the welcome dinner um, and arrival to Iceland for Frederick. And then also today was the UN's International Girls' Day, um, which is a day that the UN uses to bring awareness to the gender inequality around the world. So the disadvantages that young girls have uh, just because they are girls. Um, this is primarily in terms of like education, um, but also a lot of other aspects, um, but mostly education is like the biggest disparity, um, and with lack of education becomes, um, you know, the incoming of like child brides and things along those lines, um, in developing countries or non-developed countries, depending. So, um she attended an event. She actually attended this event last year in basically the exact same location. Um, it looked very similar. Um, so that is what she was doing today. Um, Denmark does still have a pretty heavy week ahead. Uh, there's just a lot going on. 
um, in Denmark. Oh, yeah, so Queen Margrethe will be back to work tomorrow. Um, yeah, there's just a lot going on. So, with that, we are going to move over now to Norway, um, as there was nothing going on in the Dutch royal family. In Norway today, King Harald and Crown Prince Akun had several different meetings. Um, so first they met with the current Prime Minister of Norway. Um, this I think is actually pretty standard the day after the opening of Parliament, which of course we talked about yesterday. Um, I think it's pretty normal to meet with the Prime Minister and then as well as hold a Council of State like the next day to mark, um, again, the opening of the parliamentary season. Um, and then in addition to that, so I mentioned this briefly yesterday, um, but I wasn't too sure on all of the details. I am a little more sure now. Um, so starting on Thursday, the new Norwegian government takes effect. So there will be a new prime minister and presumably, um, other new ministers as well, um, in that time. So that is all taking place on Thursday. So the Friday Council of State, if there is one, I don't remember if there was one on the schedule or not, um, is going to include the new members of the government. So that is the first two meetings. And then after the Council of State, King Harald and Crown Prince Akun met with the current leader of the Labour Party, who is the Prime Minister-designate, um, which I want to call the Prime Minister-elect because I'm an American, and that's what we call our, like, president-in-waiting, um, is the president-elect. So, but I think it's Prime Minister-designate who will take over on Thursday. So, that is... Um, exciting, I think. Anyway, I just liked to have some clarification on that. Um, that stuff really fascinates me and I just like am very impressed with how smoothly Norway's process has run. Like seriously, these elections were in September. Um, any of you who have followed this podcast or follow like international politics. So the Netherlands, for example, had an election in like April or May uh, and still don't have a formed government. Belgium took almost a year to form their current government. And Spain, Spain's current government took about two and a half years to form. So there's that. <laughs> um, so I'm really impressed with how smoothly Norway's has gone. Um, it's just pretty great. So that's always fun for the political nerd in me. So anyway, that is the update on the Norwegian politics situation. And now we are going to move over to the Spanish royal family. Spain. In Spain, it was National Day. 
uh, or Dia de la Fiesta Nacional, uh, or uh, Hispanic Day. So this is a day, um, I talked about this a little bit last year, but I'll just a brief refresher. Um, so Spain doesn't have like an independence from a country kind of thing. Spain has just been in existence for a really long time. Um, and they, the way they mark their national day is a little bit different. Um, so they mark the journey of Christopher Columbus and the founding of what is now Latin America and the Americas just in general. Um, and I, I don't want to talk about the political situation of this too much, um, other than to say while the acts of the settlers and the explorers who came to these lands are terrible and unjustified and all of the things, um, the impact that the, the Spanish expedition of Christopher Columbus has had, um, is obviously massive. Um, it, it's hard to talk about because I understand that it's like what they did, what explorers and settlers did to the people, the native people of the land is atrocious, um, for sure. However, the Spanish influence and, you know, specifically, of course, because we're talking about the Spanish royal family and Spain, um, is, is massive. Um, and it's just a, a really confusing minefield, but Spain celebrates their colonial past, um, because now the collective is very cool. Um, it shouldn't have been this way. It is. Um, I always like to say this phrasing, um, our history is our history. Uh, I don't know that we should celebrate it, but it, it's complicated. That's, that's my sentence on it. It's complicated. Um, the whole thing is just a disaster, but it is what it is. Um, and I don't say that let me pref let me retract that statement a little bit. It is what it is in this context. Um, I personally like my beliefs are different than it is what it is. My beliefs are no, this is atrocious. Why are we celebrating this? That does not change the fact that it is being celebrated. It was a whole parade today um, in Spain. You know, in the U.S., it's a little different now um, than it was even when I was growing up. So, anyway, uh, that's what I mean when I say it is what it is. It was celebrated. Personally, I don't think it should be. I am not a Spaniard. I have no impact on any of this. So, that's where we're going to start. Um, 
So that is what the day celebrates. So this day is typically marked by a parade um, by the royal family, like a military parade um, that is presided over by the royal family. So we did have that today. So King Felipe, Queen Letizia, and Infanta Sofia all came to the uh, National Day Parade. It is the first one that Princess Leonor has not been at um, due to her being in Wales for um, her baccalaureate. Um, but she will be back in Spain next weekend for the Princess of Astorius Awards, um, which as of right now is still planning to get its own episode, um, just because it's three days worth of events, uh, in, in an episode. So we'll just talk about it that way. So, um, that was the big deal was that Infanta Sofia was alone. Um, the biggest thing to me was the seating arrangement was a little different this year. Um, so typically it's always Leonor, Felipe, Letizia, Sofia. Like that's order how it goes. Um, but this year Sofia got to sit by her dad. So I thought that was cute. Um, little bit of like, you know, probably see it next year too because the baccalaureate is two years. Um, and well, if Sofia's in Spain, Sofia may be starting her baccalaureate next year. I don't really know. Um, we'll see. I don't quite know where she's at in the, the range. So anyway, that is what was going on. Um, so that's how the parade started. Um, the parade is a military parade. So it is, uh, and national vehicles and stuff like that. Um, it's just a, a show of like all of the Spanish operations that are helpful. Um, and then this year in a little bit different to last year, um, there was also a reception held at the Royal Palace. So this is pretty actually normal for National Day in Spain. Uh, however, last year was strange. So last year is a little bit different events, uh, a smaller, a smaller parade, um, at the Royal Palace, like outside there's a, there's a plaza, um, and no reception because of the pandemic. So this year there was a reception. Um, there wasn't like a toast or anything like that. Obviously no shaking of hands. Um, cause Spain is still, um, Spain doesn't seem to be caught up with the rest of the countries that I talk about in terms of its pandemic handling. Also, Spain is the country that I talk about that was hit the hardest. So, fair enough. Um, so, that is what was going on today um, in Spain. Very wonderful. I loved it. I always love the National Day stuff. It's just in terms of watching it. Again, let me clarify. I like watching it. It's fun. It's very different than, like, how I celebrate, you know, I don't our Independence Day parades on July 4th in the U.S. are not military parades. Um, they are marching bands and floats, and it's just very different than a military parade. So it, it's fun. It's different to me. So I like, that's why I enjoy it. Um, so that is what was going on today. Um, the rest of the week for the Spanish royal family is pretty busy, mostly for Felipe, um, because, of course, he has... Um, events tomorrow and Thursday, and then they have an event together on Friday. And then next week will be mostly Princess of Astorias all week long. 
Um, so that is what was going on today in Spain. And so now we are going to finish up with the Swedish royal family. Sweden. In Sweden, there were three events today, um, but none of them that I'm really going to go into a lot of detail on. Um, so first, we have King Carl Gustav receiving new ambassadors. Um, so today, he received the new ambassadors to Sweden from the Dominican Republic, Kazakhstan, Sri Lanka, and Italy. Um, so I, it seems like this is kind of going to be possibly a weekly thing. You know, it's not usually this often, um, but I'm assuming there has been a backlog of events of ambassadors coming in because of the global situation. So that was the first thing. And then in the afternoon, I think King Carl Gustav and Queen Sylvia delivered the 2021 King's Medals as well as the 2021 Arts and Literature Medals. Um, I am not 100% convinced that Queen Sylvia was there. She's in the pictures, but I don't know if the pictures were taken today uh, because she's in the same outfit as she has been for other King's Medal photos, and she's not mentioned in the, like, write-up, but I also, she's in the pictures, so I assume she was there. Um, so we just recently talked about the King's Medal and the Arts and Literature Medal because they just recently delivered the 2020 medals. Um, and so this year or today they shared, they delivered the 2021 medals. So that was very exciting. And then to end the, up, uh, the day for Sweden, uh, we had the 15th stop of the county tour. Um, so we have six left. You guys, I think, I don't want to jinx it with six left, but I think we're going to get through the rest of the tour. Um, so today Prince Carl Philip visited Oster. Ostergotland, uh, which is a, a county, obviously, um, and took on just kind of the same series of engagements in terms of uh, meeting with various people and visiting different businesses and organizations. So that was the day in Sweden. Um, they have a busy-ish week. They have a lot of things on the calendar, um, but a lot of those things I don't know to expect a lot of information to come from. So we'll see. Um, but that is what was going on today. Um, and with that, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. So I will talk to you all tomorrow. Um, but until then, please check out thedailyroyal.com, the Daily Royal on Instagram, like and review this podcast and check out shop the Daily Royal on Etsy. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a fantastic Wednesday. Bye.